Welcome to Hub & Flow, a podcast produced by Natural Gas Intelligence. On a mission to provide transparency to the natural gas market, Hub & Flow focuses on key fundamentals driving the price of natural gas and LNG in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Natural Gas Intelligence, or NGI, is a subscription-based price reporting agency, which means we provide trusted and independent natural gas pricing and news for the North American market. Hi, this is Matthew Vizay, Associate Editor with Natural Gas Intelligence, a natural gas and LNG news and price reporting agency focused on North America. Thanks for joining us for another episode of NGI's Hub and Flow podcast. As a natural gas and LNG news and price reporting agency, NGI doesn't cover oil refining too extensively. Today, we'll deviate a bit from our normal practice by discussing the connection between natural gas prices and oil refineries. To shed some light on the natural gas pricing oil refining link, we've invited Kevin Waggis back, the Houston-based CEO of Baker & O'Brien Incorporated, an independent engineering consulting firm that works on projects across the oil and gas value chain. Kevin, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. First off, refineries are typically associated with the crude oil feedstocks that they process into gasoline, diesel, jet fuel, and other products. What's their connection with natural gas, and how are they most sensitive to changes in natural gas prices? Yeah, well, natural gas is used in oil refining, and, you know, we normally look past natural gas and its associated costs for running an oil refinery. Uh, obviously, an oil refinery's major cost is crude oil. I mean, crude oil usually is over 80% of the cost of a refining operation. Natural gas-associated costs are overlooked because the amount is, is normally pretty modest. You know, we're talking probably about a dollar to two dollars a barrel at most in the US and a little bit higher than that in Europe. So it's it's sort of a modest cost, and uh, it, it refiners know about it and try to get more efficient and all. But natural gas cost kind of flows through three different types of costs, just to explain it a little bit further, because the current world of high gas prices in Europe and Asia brings a lot of attention to it. You know, refineries use gas in three different ways. They obviously just purchase gas like households do to heat stuff up, make steam and all. That's an obvious use. They also use a lot of electricity. And so natural gas, you know, tends to be the the kind of the marginal price setting determinant of uh, electricity costs. Mm-hmm. So that's the second way. And then the third way which is a little less known, less obvious is hydrogen. You know, a lot of refineries, especially the more complex ones, they pump a lot of hydrogen into the oil, so to speak, when they make the finished products. And so hydrogen is made from natural gas, and natural gas price goes up, the cost of hydrogen to the refinery goes up, and that also significantly affects operating costs. And so those three things just coincidentally are each about a third of the cost, the natural gas-associated cost for running a refinery. So a long-winded answer, but Historically, we didn't really focus too much on natural gas costs and refining. It's there. Now, it's really come to the forefront with, with, with higher prices, uh, especially in Europe and Asia. Okay. Now, with, with natural gas prices having increased quite a bit over the past year, um, how has this affected uh, refining profitability? Excuse me. Yeah. So, 
you know, gas prices, and, and I'm, I'm more of an oil guy, not a gas guy, so <laughs> bear with me. But obviously, I got to look into this, and gas prices in Europe and Asia really started going up significantly in the third quarter of last year, 2021. And apparently, the, what I read about it is, you know, maybe a lot of that is attributable to Russia starting to, starting to curtail supplies. But no matter the cause, the question about profitability is a bit tricky. So the, the obvious answer is, is regarding profitability is obviously increased natural gas prices, increased refinery operating costs, and, you know, for the first nanosecond, hurt refining profitability. But that's kind of the first order answer. The, 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 the sort of the more thoughtful answer is that, you know, also associated with, with Russia's activities, the world finds itself short of refined products. And so we need refining capacity and the world needs refining capacity. So the question about refinery profitability, it's different by region. Okay. And so, you know, refineries in Europe and Asia where gas prices have spiked tremendously it's definitely hurting their profitability but the world refinery price structure you know crack spreads if you will have had to adjust because we need those refineries still operating if that makes any sense so basically the margin in refining has kind of paced the increase in costs and that's that's kind of led to this disparity and it's kind of tilted the playing field so US refineries are really benefiting and not just u.s refineries but any refineries that have access to low-cost gas are benefiting because refineries in europe and asia are setting sort of the global price structure if that makes sense okay yeah that that, that sort of answered my, my next question too um i was going to talk about the whole uh idea of geography and uh, i mean u.s gulf coast refineries they enjoy domestic pipeline access to gas supplies from you know the haynesville shale which is a gassy play as well as the permian basin which is an oily play but it has a lot of associated gas europe and asia they're more import reliant so uh yeah i can certainly imagine there would be uh some uh, significant regional differences in terms of profitability with the refineries to my next question, you know, based on what you're seeing regarding natural gas prices, what are some impacts that could become more common among oil refiners and their customers over the next year or so? Yeah, yeah, and and let me let me just back up a little bit, like so, the, just to just to just to make it a little more explicit. So, when we've looked at this before, right before these sort of extreme gas prices. You know, we've looked at competitiveness of U.S. refining versus other regions, and you know, obviously with the with the shale plays the developing, you know, starting whatever, you know, ten years ago maybe, the U.S. has an advantage on crude oil and natural gas. And so before when we looked at this, the natural gas advantage, it was like a about fifty cents a barrel, maybe a dollar per barrel, just to put it in kind of a, a absolute terms. So meaning the U.S. refineries benefited to the, to the likes of a range of 50 cents to a dollar per barrel versus Europe and Asia just due to the gas advantage. Now, with this blowout in gas prices for the last you know, six months easily, if not longer, it's been longer, that difference is like eight or nine dollars per barrel. 
So eight or nine dollars per barrel for listeners or, or whomever that don't work in refining a lot, that's that's huge, right? Most refining net margins are low single digit, maybe mid single digit type profit numbers. So the tilting of the playing field has gone from you know around 50 cents or a buck up to eight or nine dollars per barrel, which is significant. And so this gets to your 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 question you just asked is like what is what does it mean for refiners and customers. Well, again, I'm not the gas guy, but the little bit I read what the pundits are saying, you know, this this gas pricing issue is a fundamental because of Russian supply. And and of course, the EU and UK is heavily dependent on Russian pipeline supply. So, you know, a political solution doesn't look, we don't look like we're anywhere close to that, meaning Russia just opens up the valves again. So, LNG is 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 ultimately has to be solved with LNG, and you know these projects take a long time. So the reason we, we're focusing so much on the gas disparity is because we think this can be quite prolonged. So you might you know conceivably you could have a period of several years that it takes to sort out this disparity, and uh, so it's good news for U.S. refiners. I mean, assuming Henry Hub you know stays in single digits compared to fifty dollar per million BTU in Europe. Mm-hmm. U.S. refiners will, will really be advantaged because of that. The downside is when you when you think about longer term and, and customers, when you stack high refining margins, which what we're seeing now on top of high crude oil prices, obviously you get high pump prices. And high pump prices, of course, hurts everyone. I mean in every region. And we've already seen some reduction in demand with higher pump prices. So, you know, it goes back to the old cliche, right? What solves high commodity prices, high commodity prices at some (laughs) point, you know, reduces demand and encourages supply from all different facets. So before this, we feel, you know, oil refining and not just us, obviously, but Oil refining was already facing a lot of headwinds in terms of efficiency improvements, electrification of the fleet, carbon intensity concerns. So all of those headwinds, you know, refining was was already facing. The one thing it had was its affordability, right? That, mm-hmm. that was sort of the, the the practical argument. You know, well, fossil fuels they're still very affordable, and they're helping convert, you know, lower income regions to medium income and whatnot. So now we have this sustained period of high pricing. Like I said, we've already seen some demand fall off. You know, oil demand is not that elastic, but there there are layers of it that's elastic. And, and we've seen that already happening. And so, you know, over the longer term, obviously customers may directionally move away from fossil fuels. Again, those that can it might speed up, if you will, conversion of some layers of demand, which is obviously a long-term negative. So, you know, to sum it up, U.S. refineries are really not just because of gas, but gas is a big part of the equation on why margins are so high right now. I was explaining to a client yesterday, if you look at the last 20 years of refining margins, refining margins right now in the U.S. are, are two to four times higher than they were during what we called the refining golden age, you know, 2005 to 2008. And that's, we've just never seen margins this high, partly due to the Russian reduction in oil products, but also due to natural gas. 
Okay. Well, there's certainly uh, plenty of uh, factors at play with regard to natural gas prices and uh, their connection to oil refinery operations. And I, I know we've only scratched the surface, but that's all the time we'll have today to discuss these dynamics. Uh, we've been chatting with Kevin Wagesback, Houston-based CEO with engineering consulting firm Baker & O'Brien. Thank you, Kevin, for taking the time to share your insights with us. Happy to visit with you, Matt. And you can learn more about natural gas and LNG prices at NGI's website, www.naturalgasintel.com. This is NGI Associate Editor Matthew Vise signing off. Thanks for listening. Dependable data drives informed business decisions. Trust NGI to provide your natural gas and LNG data for North America. If your business requires daily, weekly, or midweek pricing data, forward curves, or flow data, NGI has a reliable product suite to support you. Visit natgasintel.com backslash services to understand what we have to offer and how we can help you and your business today. Thank you for listening to NGI's Hub & Flow podcast today. We encourage you to subscribe to the podcast, rate, and review it, and please do share it with your colleagues. A trusted provider of natural gas news, data, and pricing information for North America, NGI offers subscription-based products. Please visit natgasintel.com if you are interested in NGI and our services. If you would like to dive deeper into this subject, additional resources are available on our website as well. Just visit natgasintel.com and click on the resources tab to find the podcast page.